Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, March 13th, 5.34 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down three and a quarter at 6.13 and a half. May soybeans down a half cent at 15.06 and a half. May Chicago wheat down four and three quarters at 6.74 and a quarter. May Kansas City wheat down six at 7.92 and a quarter. May spring wheat down three and a quarter at 8.21 and a quarter. We're going to start off with the Silicon Valley Bank story, SVB. I'm sure you guys have heard about this by now. I had a million questions about it over the weekend. I'm going to run you through the short summary of what happened here before I talk about the story. So Silicon Valley Bank is a bank in, you guessed it, Silicon Valley. They do a whole bunch of venture capital business, business with startups. Uh, Post-COVID, like 2020, 2021, the bank took on a huge amount of deposits. Their deposits doubled during that 2021 timeframe. SVB had so many deposits that they were unable to loan out all of the money. So instead, they bought what they consider to be very safe U.S. Treasury instruments. You saw a rapid increase in interest rates, which resulted in a drastic decrease in the bond values. So there was no like big, tricky, toxic asset here. The the toxic paper, in fact, in this instance, was U.S. Treasury uh, bonds or uh, longer term uh, Treasury instruments, which is uh, kind of interesting in itself. So. Uh, I guess what happened was, you know, the the value of these bonds that they were holding, and I've got the 30-year treasury chart on my screen here. I'm not sure exactly what they were holding, but they were longer-term treasury instruments. The value of these bonds uh, decline, which means they have a little bit of a cash crunch. Uh, these venture capital firms, which represented a huge chunk of deposits, they caught wind of this cash crunch and essentially began withdrawing deposits. SVB was unable to cover them. And when you get this bank run situation, it, it kind of builds on itself. So that's the the long story uh, put short. I don't have any real hot takes on this or anything like that. So yesterday, there was a joint announcement by, uh, Sun, um, by the Treasury Department, Federal Reserve, and FDIC. The FDIC is going to fully protect all depositors at SVB and also at Signature Bank of New York, which was similarly shut down by regulators uh, yesterday. The Fed announced what they're calling a bank term funding program that will offer one-year loans to banks with easier terms. Uh, This is not really a bailout, like in the classic sense of a bailout, because all of the SVB shareholders will be wiped out. All of the bondholders will be wiped out. Now, there was some talk regarding bonuses being paid out to executives prior to the collapse. I've also heard that executives unloaded stock prior to the collapse. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't really know. But I think the financial markets uh, dodged a bullet for the time being here. If the Fed, if the government did not step in and guarantee these deposits, it would have been absolute chaos uh, last night and into this morning in the markets. And it's not. Uh, The stock market actually opened higher um, last night. It's trading kind of mixed this morning. So I think we dodged a bullet here. Now, when you move forward, there are going to be some implications. Uh, First off, there's the interest rate implication. So U.S. Treasury markets prior to this mess had priced in a half point rate hike uh, later this month. And now it's looking more like a quarter point rate hike on March 22nd. Uh, Some believe that other banks are at risk. I mean, this this, was this a one off event or are other banks in a similar situation? Uh, We don't really know. U.S. bank failures are not super common, but they do happen from time 
time to time. There have been no failures the last two years, but there were four smaller banks that failed in 2020, also four smaller U.S. banks that failed in 2019. It just so happens that SVB is what they call a top 20 bank, or was, uh, in terms of deposits, and also, again, Signature Bank in New York closed by state regulators Sunday. So could this turn into a deal where there are more banks in this situation, and if so, will they all be backstopped by the Fed? Uh, I don't know. So there's, there's probably still some risk out there, but for the moment, it appears as if this issue has been resolved and we've dodged a bullet. And and why am I talking about this on the grain show? This would have had an implication on the grain markets undoubtedly this morning if it was not fixed. If you had uh, uh, banks and funds just pulling money out of assets all over the place to ensure the safety of their cash, it would have been a big issue. So this, this could have been a big story and uh, we dodged a bullet at least for the moment. Hey guys, before I get into the grain markets, I did a premium video on Friday. Uh, this was a mailbag video and subscribers send me questions all the time. And I try to put them together in these mailbag videos where I'll answer uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten questions in one video. A lot of the stuff was grain marketing related on Friday unpriced corn and wheat in particular, both old crop bushels, new crop bushels, all sorts of situations. If you guys want to see these premium videos, there's a new one every single business day. Uh, sign up today. Go to standardgrain.com. 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. I promise. Soybean harvest. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. We'll go to managed money. Uh, CFTC released another backdated commitment of traders report on Friday. This is old data, guys. So the stuff on my screen funds long 217,000 contracts of corn, uh, 187,000 contracts of soybeans, net short 74,000 contracts of SRWE. This is as of February 21st. So CFTC is still way behind here. They've got to catch up. I don't know when they're going to catch up. Uh, private groups had some estimates at Friday's close. Funds net long 150. 50,000 contracts of corn, 160,000 contracts of soybeans, net short 120,000 contracts of SRW wheat. Sometimes these private estimates can be wildly inaccurate. So I'm not sure if, if those numbers I just uh, uh, ran off there, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but it's the best we have to go off of uh, right now. Russia says it has not taken part in uh, talks to renew the Black Sea grain deal. This thing, of course, is set to expire on Saturday now, so we're kind of on the clock. A Russian spokesperson said this over the weekend. There have been no negotiations on this subject, especially with the participation of Russian representatives. Uh, talks regarding an extension supposedly uh, I read, will be held in Geneva today between Russia's dele delegation and officials from the United Nations. So we'll see uh, some news, I would imagine, uh, here during the next couple of days. Uh, Brazilian soybean harvest is delayed. Okay, back to the story. Uh, one private group, Patria, estimated that the crop was 53% harvested in Brazil versus 64 last year. Another group, uh, Safras and Mercado, estimated that the crop was 49% harvested versus 61 last year. So they're behind. Um, they've got some rains falling in Brazil here that just this morning. Also some rain in Argentina this morning, uh, as a matter of fact. And the forecast in Brazil looks pretty wet. A lot of your uh, soybean areas, a lot of your second corn areas are going to see quite a bit of rain between now and the end of, end of the month. So the delays in, in regard to soybean harvest, also in regard to corn planting, uh, could continue, certainly. The U.S. labor market is still strong. The government released its monthly jobs report on Friday. The economy added 311,000 jobs in February, above Wall Street expectations of 225. The unemployment rate ticked up to 3.6 from 3.4 previously. That was mostly the result of a rise in the labor force participation rate. One analyst at Wells Fargo said this. Even with February's increase in the unemployment rate, the labor market remains incredibly tight. While we expect hiring to slow more markedly from here, there remains plenty of scope for the jobs 
for the jobs market to weaken before concerning the Fed. So the Fed is is watching this stuff like a hawk. I suppose short term, this SVB thing is the bigger story. And maybe they've got to go a little bit easier with the rate hike this month. But uh, the, the Fed's got the ammo to hike rates here, barring uh, some bigger fallout uh, from this bank stuff that's going on here this week. Cattle market was mostly lower Friday. Cash cattle was 160, uh, 164 to 167 Friday. We do have a cattle on feed report after the close on Friday afternoon this week. In the outside markets, U.S. dollars off a little bit. Stocks are mixed, very quiet. Uh, bonds are up, which means rates are down. Gold's up 20 bucks. Crude oil down $1.29 in the April WTI at 75.40 last trade. Have a great week, guys. I'll talk to you Tuesday.